Welcome to Happy Inside, it's Michelle here, bringing you 10 years of clinical experience in gut-focused therapy and embodied psychotherapy. We're talking about the behavioural and psychological aspects of gut disorders, chronic conditions, chronic stress and anxiety. All those conversations you've been waiting to have are happening here. There's this thing (laughs) that we can do really easily with our eyes closed, back the front, while we're sleeping. We're so good at it. When we experience symptoms, especially chronic symptoms that have been around for a while, we tend to become hypervigilant, which means we narrow our attention down to the very thing that's bothering us which means we only see part of the picture. Our thinking and our investigations and our worries and concerns and our problem solving, our looking for answers becomes quite limited because now we have an extremely narrow view of what's happening because we've you know, drawn our attention in, we've kind of put those blinkers on and we're only seeing uh, the thing that we don't want to be there. That's actually why working with a practitioner, whether it's through, you know, for dietary interventions or whether it's uh, with a therapist, can really help broaden the view. I mean, that's their role, right? Is I, I see that as my role, is to see you uh, from a perspective that you might be finding difficult to see yourself uh, or to see things that are happening. Uh, I, <laughs> I see myself as a bit of an investigator. Um, You know, in a first appointment with me, we are really going through all your circumstances, your symptoms, your life. And what I'm doing is looking for contributing factors to your symptoms that you may have missed or that may just seem a bit cloudy. It's hard for you, you know, to really be clear on on whether that's contributing or not. So working with a practitioner can really help because it gives you another view, um, and therefore other solutions. But the question is, how do we broaden the view in your own life? Like, how do you do it yourself? You open your awareness rather than close it in. So you observe with curiosity instead of this searching with fear fear closes things in it narrows right think about you know you hear a sound in the middle of the night and you get up to investigate that sound your world gets really small that time um everything closes in you can hear your own heartbeat your own breath um you're vigilant to every single sound that's around you in your close vicinity, guaranteed you've got no idea what's going on outside the house. Um, You're unlikely to hear anything that's going on outside there because your attention has narrowed in. And this is what happens in chronic illness. So we want to open it back out. We want to observe with curiosity 
So if you have symptoms, for example, this is what happens. If you have physical symptoms, you tend to notice your symptoms, then become hypervigilant to those symptoms. And that hypervigilance narrows your attention in, creates stress and tension in your body. And whenever you have stress and tension in your body, your symptoms are likely to increase. And then you're even more hypervigilant and your attention narrows, you know, from everything else and what's going on within you becomes the focus. It's hard to keep your attention balanced on other things. Um, You know, you're trying to find answers desperately. Where did these symptoms come from? How can I get rid of them? How can I prevent them next time? Uh, What kind of behaviors am I going to change? Am I going to change my diet again? Am I going to stop that supplement? Um, Am I going to not go out to lunch with a friend? Because when I did that yesterday, I got sick. Um, Behaviors start to creep in um, that, that actually also narrow your life. So not just your attention, but your life. So your attention's narrowed in, which means we can no longer or we have difficulty being objective to what's happening. So we need to widen the view back outwards so that we can take in all the information that's around us, not just the symptoms that are happening. So participating in life as a whole, all of it, not just, you know, maybe your symptoms might be 20%, say 30%. Um, really, if we put it into perspective, 20% of your life. But it's likely, and I've done this too, that it takes up, I don't know, 80 or 90% of your attention. So there's a slight imbalance there, right? So we want to kind of include all those other aspects of your life and be participating in life as a whole, include all your experiences, not just the ones you don't want or the one that you don't like. Now, it can be really hard to see clearly if we don't kind of broaden our attention and take in all the information because we miss important cues and we miss uh, critical information and we miss opportunities for growth. We miss opportunities to stay calm and therefore decrease our symptoms. So I see it like this. If you've ever seen a bird watcher, uh, they'll go out into an environment, obviously somewhere in nature. So just say they've gone out into the woods or the bush. And the purpose is to, um, to find and observe the, the birds, right? So one of the key things they start with is not imprinting any of themselves on that environment. It's very quiet. They've gone in to observe that bird in its natural environment, um, doing what it does. They don't want to frighten the bird, alert the bird, put the bird on hypervigilance, um, shoo the bird away, you know, by imprinting themselves on. So they're very quiet, right? They're in there just observing and watching, but with an open curiosity, like really opening up the space, you know, that they see the information they're taking in. They're really noticing, oh, this is the sound the bird's making. This is how they're moving. 
when they make that sound, are they communicating something? Is there a counter sound? Is there another bird um, that's responding to them? How are they flying around? How are they moving around? What are they looking at? What are they listening to? I mean, it really takes a widening of the attention, um, yeah, to observe um, objectively what's happening. If if that bird watcher went in um, subjectively, they have their own ideas, they imprint themselves in the environment, even if it's just kind of psychologically. Um, they might have a very narrowed view of what they want that bird to do or what they think that bird is doing, but they're going to miss so much information about that bird's entire environment. So we want to be the watcher, the bird watcher of our life, of our symptoms, right? So we want to open up the space, get curious about what's happening. What am I doing here um, that's affecting me? I recently, so I've, I've been, I have some postural um uh, what should we call them? Deficiencies. <laughs> and I've been seeing practitioners for 25 years for these postural issues. And I've known for a while, maybe a year or, or yeah, maybe a year or more, but I've really known in the last year that um, I kind of imprint myself in those postural issues. They're long-standing patterns of movement um, in my life that can place my body back into a posture that causes discomfort and tightness and aching and pain, etc. So, you know, I I would seek treatment for that essentially. But recently, I I just got more clever about it. I, well, at the end of the day, I, I just got I, <laughs> I got over having so much treatment too, but um, I really took the opportunity to say, hey, how can I affect this? What is it that I can do? Um, there's obviously some postural patterning and movement, which I learned about over the last year, that's really affecting me, which means pretty much like the rest of my work, I have to come back to the root cause, right, and attend to it from there. So I could have treatment, feel great for a day or two, be in my life, uh, living my life, doing all the same postural patterning that I do, and what do you know, I'm back in the same position again, which means I need treatment again, uh, which is not very empowering at all. It's not a great place to be. It meant that I was always reliant on treatment, um, which felt very disempowering. Um, it meant that when I did get myself into a pickle, uh, I panicked somewhat because I didn't have a way of moving myself out of that uh, posture or out of that pain or discomfort. So therefore I was reliant on someone else to do that for me. Um, I'm a pretty independent person, so I wasn't the hugest fan of that. But also it is disempowering. So I said, okay, well, I best attend to the underlying cause. I best attend to how I am 
walking, standing, moving, holding myself. And that way it means I can do something. I have agency over that. I can make changes. I can help myself. Uh, But to do that meant that I had to really broaden my view. I had to kind of widen the lens and be willing to look at the whole picture at what was going on, exactly what we're talking about here. And guess what it means? I am less vigilant about my symptoms. Um, When I get kind of a bit stiff, I don't go into a panic about it. I go, oh, okay, I see what's happening here. Yep, so I'm holding myself this way or I've been sitting in this posture. Okay, so this is what I need to do to essentially straighten things back out. And I can do that. And it's empowering and I feel a sense of self-mastery and I feel a sense of trust and confidence in myself. And that's what I want you to feel as well. Uh, This is one way that you can do that, to broaden your view, to open your awareness to all things rather than narrowing it down. And we can work together to do that. You may not know how to do that. That's okay. That's why I'm here is to help broaden your view, is to help open your awareness, is, is to help you see yourself with curiosity and wonder, uh, which is a much nicer place to be. You deserve to see yourself in that way. Hey, it's me again. Thank you so much for taking the time today to foster a happy inside for yourself. There's a few other ways that you can engage, you can get in contact. Uh, I'll be quick. There's the ratings and reviews for both the podcast that you're listening to now and the Happy Inside iPhone app. You can also jump on to the website, happyinside.com.au, sign up for the newsletter, see the links for Facebook and Instagram pages, and also book one-on-one consultations with me, which are exclusively online across the world. I'm right here for you.